You're listening to a Southern Star Media Production. We're going to do the very best to capture this uh, and visually and sound-wise and all of that, and I'm confident that we will. But, I mean, th- as we all know, nothing compares to in-person live performance. Uh, we're doing this because we, we want to keep the festival alive, we want to keep it going, and we, we want to kind of move towards and be ready for next year again. Hello and welcome to the Southern Stars Coronavirus Podcast. I'm the news editor, Siobhan Cronin, and from this week we're going to change the format a little bit and kick off with our interview of the week first. Stay tuned till the end to hear what's in this week's Southern Star, but first, this week's featured chat is with traditional musician Martin Hayes. The County Clare Fiddler, a hugely respected musician in his own right, is also a member of Trad Supergroup The Gloaming. Due to COVID-19 restrictions, the annual Masters of Tradition Festival in Bantry will this year take place both in concert, live and online. In advance of this year's gigs, Martin earlier spoke to our resident muso, the Southern Star Creative Manager, Niall Driscoll. Hello Martin Hayes, how are you? I'm good, I'm good Niall. And um, where, where, where are you at the moment? Uh, I'm in Madrid, um, just kind of looking out here on a sunny day and uh, as it, they mostly are, as it turns out, but yeah, it's in uh, Madrid. And I presume you, you've been there for the duration of this, this, this lockdown, have you? Well, I've been in Spain for the duration. Uh, it turns out I spent uh, the entire lockdown up in Asturias in northern Spain. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. In the countryside. Uh, very beautiful spot. So we, I was in a very lucky place. I was glad not to be really in the city for the sure. lockdown. So, good. As, 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 as safe a place as you, as you could have been so probably. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Very good. Yeah. And what, what have things been like generally? I mean, we've heard all about it in the news, but I mean, what's, what's the feeling on the ground at the moment now as such? Or? Well, people like, People are getting on with life here, you know, and mm. it's just basic, you know, I think maybe in Spain more mask wearing than anybody else. It's like mandatory. Sure. So you, sure. you go out on the street, so everybody wears a mask. So they're doing the best they can. And of course, the the outdoor dining is kind of doing fairly well, of course, naturally. I, 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 ideally uh, suited to it anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, they have that kind of environment for it. So it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. And I mean, uh, if it's not a silly question, what what would you be doing now otherwise? I mean, would you be on tour? I mean, I know you'd be coming to Bantry probably next week, but... Yeah, I, I usually spend all, all my summers in, in Ireland, you know, mm. July and August. Uh, would I almost always be, well, always in Ireland, you know, so mm. that's a big difference. This is, in fact, the first time I've, I've encountered a summer in Madrid. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so so I, people used to say, oh, Madrid is very hot. Yeah, I used to say in the summer, but I'm never there. Well, no, here well, I am all of a sudden. But anyway. Uh, and and like what, what, have you, what have you, I mean, musically wise, have you been able to record or write or any of that stuff all along? Or? Um, well, just at the beginning of the lockdown, I, I was about to do a few concerts at the National Concert Hall with a mm. new band. In fact, there's a Cork man in it, Cormac. Um, Cormac McCarthy but anyway I, I had kind of put this whole new project together and um, and when the concerts were cancelled in Dublin and London as well I, I we went straight to Grouse Lodge and recorded an album so I haven't oh, I have an album recorded anyway right at the beginning of the lockdown Brilliant. and and then something that I'd been meaning to do for some years was to kind of create online master classes uh, for what I do, so I, I I I decided. Well, if there was ever a time for doing it, this would be it. You know, so I I, I so I, I 
created a, a number of different masterclasses that are online. I, 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 was, I was looking at that. I was going to ask you about those. And you, uh, um, like the take up on those, uh, I'd be very interested in geographically, for example, is there is across the world, has, what's, what's the kind of demographic, should we say? I mean, what's the breakdown of... Oh yeah, it's it's everywhere. Like I mean, I I have people from Tasmania and Vancouver, you know, oh, and sometimes I have group classes. Like, and I'm going, okay, so I guess we'll not be able to get uh, Tasmania and Vancouver on the same time zone. But anyway, what the hell, you know? With wow. you know, so yeah, they're 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 from yeah Switzerland, Ireland, America, Canada, Australia, you know. That's that's fantastic. And I mean, I mean, are you are you catering? I presume if they're master classes, are they are they people of a certain level to begin with? Or are you catering for all sorts? Well, to, like I said to anybody, and you're a writer, for example. You you know, like the things you learn the first day are the things you're still learning. You know, sure. Uh, so so you're always kind of learning the basics, and you're always advancing the basics. You're still sure. dealing with you know basic elements. So what I've done is I've I've created kind of uh, these master classes that are online on Patreon and, and, mm -hmm. and you can kind of, um, you know, they're got to do with all the different elements of playing the fiddle. And so they're pre-recorded in there. And then I've given an option for people if they want to kind of uh, check in with me on zoom or whatnot, gotcha. like kind of ask questions about that. We have that option as well. Like, so, so there's a bunch of stuff up, up there and, and available. And so. So you're, you're, you're a bit more of an expert on zoom than I am. So I, uh... <laughs> Well, I I do a fair bit of it, yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah. all right, yeah, yeah. And I see you you you've done some uh, they're kind of play along YouTube lessons as well. I see they're, they're a separate thing, are they? They are, yeah. And they were kind of um, something that, like during the lockdown, I thought, you know, uh, uh, like I wanted to give something that was free and sure. that p didn't cost anything for anybody so uh, and I thought you know I'll reach out with this rather than just doing a lot of live concerts you know I, I thought well this actually you know is maybe something I could do and just send it out there and and it would be more effective than me going around in person to to, to master classes and teaching people tunes I can do it yeah. online and I only have to do it once and then everybody can learn it you know brilliant, brilliant. and what's I mean uh, just one other question regarding the classes what would you identify as the most common mistake, perhaps, or the, where, where people start at the beginning of their playing career or such or whatever? What's, what's the thing they get wrong most often? Well, it, it, everybody has different kind of backgrounds and, and, and different kind of areas where they get snagged. But the only thing I would say about it is that every snag that you encounter is a snag that almost everybody has encountered at some point, you know? Sure. So, so like they're, they're very predictable snags. Um, like I, I think people have in their mind that it's very difficult to play the fiddle. Mm. And that's actually a, quite an obstacle. Like, and it's also kind of a, gives you a kind of a psychological out. You can say, yeah, it's just, it's a very difficult thing and I just couldn't. But, but, but it's actually important to see it as actually doable and possible mm. and not extremely difficult, which I don't believe it is. Uh, so, so you know, <clears throat> that's probably the first mistake that people make. You know, is just kind of like just being intimidated by the sure. whole thing. You know? I, I suppose it is, it is an instrument that maybe at the very early stages it's difficult to get right in terms of sound. It's very easy to pick up a guitar and strum a chord, and it sounds 
it sounds kind of basically all right, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, the fiddle sounds horrible in the beginning, <laughs> you know? And, and like, you, you have to have a high tolerance for that sure. in, in the early stages. Now, I don't really have beginners as such, like, that, yeah. that, that have signed up, but I, I, a lot of classical musicians uh, have kind of logged in because they, they find it interesting to, you know, just, uh, right. you know, explore this music. And as one classical musician said to me, the, the thing about this music is that you can actually kind of sit around by yourself and play it. Yes. Whereas a lot of classically composed music involves having an ensemble and people don't have that op opportunity right now. So people are, are in, find that this is a music they can, you know, do on their own, which is an important thing to be able to do with it right now. So, uh, and, and, you know, you'll have classical musicians who would have had a little bit of interest and curiosity about this. And so this was an opportunity to kind of take that a little further. Brilliant. Um, so onto business in terms of uh, West Cork and the upcoming Masters of Tradition Festival, which I suppose like a lot of things, whether or not it was going to happen at all was uncertain for a long time, but it's, it's great to be able to report that it is going ahead from yeah. uh, next week, Wednesday the 19th to the 23rd yeah. of August. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you're the artistic director and you have been for a number of years, if not all along, have you? Yeah, right from the beginning, yeah. And, yeah. and as 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 a as a clear man, how does he end up uh, being the artistic director of a, a West Cork King festival? Cork, yeah, that's that's there's something wrong with that. Like, well, it, 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 how it happened was, you, you know, this 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 festival is almost an outgrowth of the West Cork Chamber Music Festival. Sure. And what happened was that uh, myself and Dennis Cahal were asked to play at that chamber festival, I think perhaps 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had a really good time and introducing Irish music to that audience seemed to really make a connection and and so then after that uh, Francis Humphreys and, and Ruth Cooper at West Cork Music uh, thought it would be a good idea to maybe do something in the traditional music world you know they got that idea so they kind of came after me to do it and uh, I, I think I spent a long time trying to escape from them and not do this but uh, then I, I, I relented and I'm glad I did actually because I, I, it's been a really great experience. So, so it kind of grew out of that, just doing that performance there and then suddenly, you know, here we are, 18 years Brilliant. later. And I mean, obviously under, under the, again, the current circumstances, um, it's, it's going to take a different format this year than other years. Um, can you tell me a little bit about that or how it's going to work? Well, yeah, I mean, the, 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 yeah, it, it's difficult to um, put on like the, the normal festival or mm -hmm. I think for any festival to do anything resembling normality. But we have three actual uh, smaller live events that are actually sold out already. So that's oh, kind brilliant. of, uh, but, the, you know, they're small. And as I said to people, you know, you get to see Christy Moore, you know, in front of 40 to 50 people, like I said, that that's something that hasn't happened in 40 or 50 years, sure. uh, you know, since since he started out in the folk clubs, I think. But, um, you, you know, but then the rest of it, you know, we've tried to basically hold on to the roster of artists that we had booked before the pandemic sure. even started. Mm -hmm. You know, we had no idea of this when, when I reached out to all these people. So what we've done is, you know, we, we, we're going to digitally do a lot of performances like in Bantry House, in Garnish right. Island, you know, on Whitty Island, you know, in Future Forest, uh, you know, and and so so we'll we'll kind of remind people of all the beautiful places they go to when they come to Bantry right. and, and West Cork and just how beautiful it is. And we'll actually deliver to them the music that they would have heard this year 
ha- had they arrived. Uh, Fantastic. So I think it's it'll, it'll it'll be nice, and I think it'll look beautiful. And well, and, West Cork does look beautiful. And so. as as ever, there are some great names like you, you've just mentioned, uh, Christy Moore, uh, Donovan, yeah. folk singer Donovan Don- is coming. Donovan, yeah. Um, I was surprised. He, 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 I was thinking about that name, Donovan. Like you know, I mean, it's a Cork name anyway to begin yes. with. Like you know, for sure. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, it's great. Uh, like it's, he, he reached out through Steve Cooney actually and expressed okay. an interest in coming to the festival. And I, I, I knew another mutual friend some years ago that was already saying, "Oh, I think Donovan would love to do this." So it's great that he's coming and great that he's participating. And uh, and there's lots of like really fine traditional musicians taking part this year you know some so i think there'll be some really wonderful music to be heard fantastic uh, sorry no i'm just turning something off here when i'm beeping in my ear here sorry oh yeah, yeah um so i mean are you performing yourself are you able to do something from where you are oh yeah yeah oh and i'll be i'll be recording music this week and uh, I, I i'm actually going to see if i can zoom in live into the into the live concerts and chat and and and, and play and and all of that you know That'll be great. And if, if you if you were able to attend, what's the one you'd want to be at? I mean, you mentioned Christie already or something, or I presume all of them maybe? Oh, yeah, I, I'd want to be at all of them. And what I've learned over the years was that, you know, even 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 when I book these things and I, and I know what the people do and everything like that, there are unpredictable moments in, in all performers like where you just never know when there's this incredible moment and magic happens. And, like I'm often surprised by the event that just kind of just caught me off guard. You know, I might be expecting a good performance, but I might not be expecting something completely startling. And that happens a lot. Uh, so it's really difficult to predict where that would happen, you know, but it surely will. And I, and I suppose it, it is that it is that thing that we're, we are to a large extent missing and craving at the moment is that, that, that vitality of a live performance, isn't it? Oh yeah. I mean, look at. I, I mean, we we we're going to do the very best to capture this uh, and visually and sound wise and all of that, and I'm confident that we will. But I mean, th- as we all know, nothing compares to in-person live performance. There's a, a connectivity that happens in the room. There's a connection. There's a feeling. There's something that the musician feeds off of. There's a, you know, there's a bit of a cycle of kind of back and forth. And, you know, I mean, in truth, we were doing this because we, we want to keep the festival alive. We want to keep it going and we, we want to kind of move towards and be ready for next year again. And hopefully we'll be in a position to have a full on festival as, as we normally do. You know? Fantastic. Fantastic. No, I see doing my little bit of research. A thing that I hadn't spotted before is you performed with uh, Sting and Paul Simon. How, yeah. how, how did those gigs or how did that, that come about? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, Paul Simon, I, I, well, Paul Simon is quite friendly with Paul Muldoon, the poet, you know. Sure. And uh, and he was having dinner with Paul one night or something, and I know they were they were yapping and yapping, and Paul was saying, "Oh, you should hear this fiddle player. Oh, he's great." Blah 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 blah. And so Paul Simon, so obviously Paul Simon looked me up. Okay. And then and then he and then he invited me to do a concert at the at the Three Arena with him, you know. Uh, so I got this phone call out of the blue, you know, I was going, Paul Simon, I can't believe right. that. But anyway, so I, I went on, I did a number of gigs with him after that, you know, whenever he would come he, he, he'd give me a call and we'd 
he, he rang you directly himself the first time, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Who, 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 yeah. Need, who needs management or who needs... <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. And, and Sting was the same. I was doing a thing in New York uh, for the Irish Art Centre, doing a gala event, and, uh, and Sting was part of it. And so, I don't know, what he, so somebody says, oh, well, you know, would you do a bit with Sting at this event? And I'd gone, sure, of course yeah. I will. And, uh, but then it turns out I, he, he toured with Paul Simon and I ran into him again at the, at the Tree Arena after that. So Brilliant. anyway, yeah. No, he's great. Wonderful. Absolutely. Wonderful. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, what do you do uh, when you're not playing? What's, what's downtime? What, what, what do you like to do otherwise? Oh, I mean, I suppose like in, in, in Madrid, like it's kind of either walking the dog going out for tapas or you know just kind of hanging out or watching tv or reading books or you know listening Sounds to good. music or, you know taking walks you know we we went up to a little town of la granja mm-hmm. yesterday like it's just this beautiful town outside of so you know just doing things like that you know that sounds good sounds good um what are you listening to at the moment what's what's on the, the stereo in the car or on the hi-fi in, at home let me see. You know what? I'll I'll just look at my U, I, I my iTunes and I'll tell you what I recently played. Just one second now. And I, I I I don't know what I recently played like, but anyway, I go through all kinds of things. You know, um, recently edited. Okay. Yeah, I you know I was listening to Van Morrison recently as well okay. because. Uh, 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 hot press had asked me to do something for him, you know. So I, I, I just started listening to him again, you know. And uh, was that to do with his with his with his seventy fifth with his his birthday? Exactly, exactly, gotcha. yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, so you know, I, I do that, and I'm, I'm listening to all kinds of jazz and whatnot. You know, I just there's a, there's a there's a broad spectrum there. So there is, yeah, there is. No, I I I I don't have a. I don't have a genre that I listen to. I kind of that's listen good. to everything and anything, that, you know. That's that's good. Um, no special treat for me because I'm the only one here. But for 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 the, the the listeners later on, you're going to play a tune for us today. I think. I will. Yeah. Um. Will. What, what what is it? You know what I was trying to think. What should I do now with a, a kind of a cork tune? Ah, uh, yeah. I think I'll do. There's a tune called the Bear Island Reel. Oh, perfect. And, uh, and uh, it's it's uh, written by Finbar the Wire. Oh yes, yes indeed. Uh, yeah, exactly. Brilliant. I think this is it now. So I'll I'll, I'll give it a shot. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. 
fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much for doing that. That's that's. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea what to play, but then I thought, hey, it should be a cock tune. I think. Yeah. Absolutely, and I mean, Finbar the Wire and Bear. I mean, you, you could exactly. you could hardly get closer to Bentry in many ways, could you? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, so a remarkable family of musicians and. Uh, for a sure. Place, yeah. For sure. I love I love the Bear Peninsula. It's a beautiful spot. It really is. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. And it's it's. For well, for the likes of myself, it's on the doorstep, and sometimes we forget that. You know, it's very easy to oh, shoot off somewhere else. Stunning, and I, you know, I hadn't explored West Cork much before. Uh, before I got involved at the Bantry Festival, like, mm. but but every year I, I go out there and just explore a little bit further. You know, brilliant. And look, here's hoping we'll see you here sooner than later again. Anyway, absolutely, would love to do it. Yeah, fantastic. Um, lovely talking to you, Martin. Great, man. We'll, nice um, to talk to you too. Take care of yourself. Mind yourself. Okay. You too. Talk soon. Talk soon. And so to this week's newspaper. First off, we have a packed careers and courses magazine with information on apprenticeships, remote learning, setting up your own business, financing your education, and lots more. And back in the main paper on page one, we are, of course, covering the very sudden death this week of former Fine Gael politician Paddy Sheehan, exactly a week after the death of his wife, Frances. Inside, reporter Jackie Kyo looks at the career of this very well-respected political figure from Goline on the Mizzen Peninsula. We also take a look at the recent traffic gridlock on local beaches and the warning from Gardaí that they may have to close some access roads if the problem persists. We're also covering the recent increase in dog thefts in the region and we hear about an online resource to keep people up to speed with suspicious activity in their area. But also a warning from Gardaí that maybe they should contact the Gardaí first before posting such information online. Our feature picture on page one this week is a fantastic photograph from Gary Minahan of the record-breaking trip to the Fastnet last weekend by Thunderchild 2, which is a Yaw-based, uh, yaw-designed, um, fifty-foot craft, uh, which has just broken a uh, world speed record by heading from Weavers Point outside Cork City down to the Fastnet and back. So there's a story inside on that as well. <clears throat> now inside we also have an exclusive on Ludgate Two and Three, the digital hub based in Skipperine. Last week, we interviewed on this podcast their new chief executive, Grainne O'Keefe, and she told us that while Ludgate 2 is now pretty much well advanced, that is the purchase of the Mercy Convent in Skipperine for a second site, that there is a Ludgate 3 in the pipeline, which is actually coming on stream in the next two weeks, and that is seven private offices for hot desking or uh, new startups that may like to have private space. Of course, the space in Ludgate is actually quite open plan with little pods and um, they want to keep their meeting rooms for meeting room purposes. So they've had quite a demand from, she said, the likes of health sector companies, legal companies and other firms that just like a little bit of privacy and don't appreciate the open plan system uh, for private space. So that's what's going to be on um offer there in Ludgate 3, as they're calling it at the moment, which is the old Roycroft Cycles building near Field Super Value in Skibbereen. So that's an exclusive story, and we're covering that also in this week's paper. We also have a lovely picture of Dermot Bannon, who was filming in West Cork this week, 
and some great pictures of the galley head swim, which was a 10k swim from Red Strand to uh, the Warren Strand last weekend. We also have a lovely story about a sister act in Bandon, a family of sisters who are performing music from their back garden every week for Marymount charity and another cancer charity. And I also talked to some companies who are actually benefiting from the need to socially distance in uh, West Cork this summer. In farming, we have reports of a second spat between TD Holly Kearns and the local ICMSA representative Eileen Callan. In report, Emma Connolly explained that this isn't the first time that the two ladies have clashed over farming issues. So that's quite an interesting little story there about suggestions for a beef task force. And speaking of Emma Connolly, her demented homeworker diary continues this week. And this week she's back on the beach with her deck chair and her anxiety levels reaching new heights. And she gets a little respite from this when she spots the real Taoiseach, as she calls him, arriving on the beach, which is a fairly common sight most summers in Cortemac Sherry area. But she said all eyes around the Taoiseach to see if he's brought his son with him, who obviously is very popular around there as well, with no sign of uh, Michael Jr. We also have our usual local notes pages, which are packed from news, uh, with news from your local area. And in that super sports section, as always, so don't forget, if you can't get to the shops, you can subscribe online by going to southernstar.ie and clicking on the e-paper tab. Or call the office on 028-21200 for a postal copy to be sent out to you. Thank you for listening to the Southern Star Coronavirus Podcast. And don't forget to like, share and subscribe to our podcast, which is available now on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Acast, Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to another Southern Star Media podcast production. Stay connected to West Cork by subscribing to our e-paper and support local, quality and trusted journalism. Visit www.subscribe.southernstar.ie